Happy 20th anniversary. AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRostrup. In southeast Oregon, dry, unstable, and windy conditions. Feeling a massive fire in Klamath County. Largely bootleg fire has grown by miles every day. It's just one of numerous wildfires burning across the west. The Tamarack Fire grew overnight to about 10 square miles and was burning near Markleyville, close to the California-Nevada state line. Residents who live and work around the town were told to evacuate. One resident of Belden, California, says he drove to a nearby community in Plumas County to get a handle on the extent of the fire and whether it would threaten his home. We're having a lot of fires every year, uh, and they're real, really bad. Just the mixture of hot and dry and drought and and struggling trees, stressed forests, poor forest management. In Western Europe, flooding there has uh, raised the death toll to 160. This is SRN News. These are the official rules for all contests on Salem Media Group and Salem Communications Holding Corporation stations in the Twin Cities. Collectively, Salem TC from time to time will conduct contests. No purchase necessary to enter or win. If for any reason a prize is not available, a substitute prize may be offered. Winners will be limited to one prize every 30 days. Winners of a major prize will be limited to one every 365 days. A major prize is any prize with a value of more than $1,000. Participants and winners must be U.S. residents that are responsible for any and all taxes. For full contest rules, see this station's website. Just after 2 o'clock here at AM 12A, The Patriot, my name is Brian, and for the weather today, it's going to be sunny with a high of 85 degrees. Our July Regnery Book of the Month is Speechless, Controlling Words, Controlling Minds by Michael Knowles. You can win an autographed copy of the book by signing up now at the Freedom Fan Club page at am12athepatriot.com. Regnery Publishing is a division of Salem Media Group. expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dinsmal, dingy institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg, my blog, shotinthedark.info, my place in the hierarchy of things, the headliner of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, heard every Saturday from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot, along with my colleagues, Jack Tomzak, coming up at 3 o'clock. Also, uh, Brad Carlson, 1 to 3 every Sunday afternoon on AM 1280, The Patriot. And, of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings on uh, AM 1440, The Businessman, talking economics. That's his field. You, you find what you do. You do it well. Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call to join us. You can also join us at hashtag Narns Show on Twitter, on Gab, on MeWe, on Parler. And, of course, I am live streaming on Facebook, on our Facebook fan page, a uh, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hope you can join us. Hope you can say hi if you're if you're watching in the uh, live stream right now. I always love to hear from uh, people who tune in via any mechanism. By the way, we have so many mechanisms to hear from this show. 
I guess that the term for that is ways to hear the show. AM 1280 here in the Metro. FM 107.5 in the West Metro. Say hi in crystal clear FM. You can also hear us via the live stream on am1280thepatriot.com or on your favorite streaming app, radio.com, iHeart, or our favorite, the AM 1280 The Patriot app, which gives you all sorts of cool Patriot perks, which we'll talk about later. You'll get to it. Hang on. Uh, and, of course, uh, podcasts via the Miracle of Podcast. You can listen to us any way you want on your favorite podcast streaming service or just go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on the podcast link, and probably about 3.15 or so, bada-bing, we're right there. So no excuse for not listening to the show, and, frankly, no excuse for not passing it on to your friends and neighbors. That's a little aggressive, isn't it? Hope you can tune in, bring a friend. There we go. So as I was back at my high school reunion, I, of course, couldn't help but remember not only my, myself at that time uh, when I was in high school probably could be charitably qualified as a at least uh, left of center, uh, a, a Democrat, probably a liberal Democrat by the uh, standards of the day. Uh, but I was uh, and, and I could tell us because I remember writing a platform for a mock government my junior year of high school. That read like it might have come from uh, someone who Paul Wellstone had to shut down and say, OK, you're going a little far off the left there, Bucko. Uh, and I, I changed along the way. And one of the things that, that changed me was some of the current events in the world as I was getting out of high school. Most notably, well, we'll come back to that. There were protests this past week in Cuba, actually, this past couple of weeks. The Cuban street has been uh, showing its upset with the way the Cuban economy has been ground, not to a halt just lately, but for the past 60 years, basically uh, taking what was once a relatively thriving economy and, and, and dropped it back to third world level. I mean, basically, they're a third world economy. With Russian military equipment. That's really what they are at, at this point in history. And this is a place, by the way, that has everything it needs to be resoundingly prosperous. It was, I wouldn't say it was fair to say that the Cuban economy before 1961, before the Cuban Revolution, was necessarily good for everyone. Uh, it was run by one gangster regime or another, uh, going back to whenever they got their freedom from the Spaniards, which, by the way, in 1898, which, by the way, was its own form of gangster government at the time. Uh, and and yet, I mean, there was they had everything that, that that society needed was there up until the communists took over to make it a phenomenally prosperous place. I mean, you think South Florida's vacation land, Cuba, even back in the 1940s and 1950s, was America's vacation land. And the money that could be made down there and, dis and earned by people working in a free market is absolutely astounding. Which is why this uprising against the communist regime seems to terrify so many people who are in power and who frankly live among us. And I think of the controversy, uh, the, country, the contrast between what happened this past week and what happened back when I was in high school, the graduation for which I celebrated last weekend. I, I remember after Ronald Reagan was elected in the early winter of 19, early 1981, just after his election, the, uh, the communist government of Poland cracked down on the demonstrators from the, the trade union Solidarity, 
who had been protesting against the against the scarcity, the austerity, the the lack of freedom, the 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 trouncing on freedom of speech, the the Polish state's vassal status to the Soviet Union. I mean, they were basically a puppet state. And at some time during the the fall of 1980, the winter of 1981, the communist, the army, and the secret police and the not so secret police cracked down on the Polish demonstrators, killed dozens, perhaps hundreds, imprisoned thousands, uh, fed the Polish version of the Gulag for uh, quite well for some time. And back then, President Ronald Reagan, at a, a, a man of whom I was deeply suspicious at the time as a young liberal, something of a progressive, probably not a progressive, probably starting to have some doubts about the orthodoxy of the big left, and yet was still, in terms of general sentiment and, and outlook, probably somewhere off to the left of center, certainly somewhere off to the left of center, uh, looked at, at what Ronald Reagan did. In terms of rhetoric, he I've talked about this episode, an episode that is frankly one of the most incredible episodes of my life uh, as 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 the as the as the Polish secret police were arresting activists as the Polish riot police, the Zomo were going out and busting heads in the streets of Warsaw and Krakow and Shestoshova, uh Ronald the, the the Polish ambassador to, to the United States defected. He had grown up a communist and an atheist, and his wife, a devout Catholic, had gradually converted him not only to Catholicism, but to looking at the system in their home country and thinking things needed to change. And and he defected. Him and his wife crossed over, jumped over. And Ronald Reagan had him to the White House. This was in uh, December, uh, the December right after his his, uh, election, just before Christmas. And... He made them the guests of the American state at the White House. And he went on TV right after that meeting and asked Americans to keep candles in their window for the people of Poland. And it was the beginning of the end in some ways of, the, of, the, of communism in Eastern Europe. It gave the people of Eastern Europe uh, some assurance that the people of America were, were, had their backs in a tangible way. And, and candles popped up all over the place. I remember the neighborhood I grew up when I grew up in as a kid had some Polish people, a whole lot of people who were very sympathetic with what the Polish people were trying to do. And candles popped up in windows all over the place. I think I may have put one up in my own, up in my bedroom. And people point to Ronald Reagan's tear down this wall speech of the Brandenburg Gate in 1987 as the beginning of the end of the Soviet Union. Honestly, I think it was Ronald Reagan uh, welcoming Ambassador Spasowski to the White House in 1981, just in time for Christmas. That marked the beginning of the end of the most tyrannical, bloodthirsty regime in the history of the world. Uh, one of the top three, anyway. <laughs> I mean, why why compare? Uh, and this was the way America reacted to a tyrannical thug regime, a gangster regime cracking down on its people's right to, to protest, to resist, to, to demand better. It was one of the things that not only led to the end of the Soviet Union, but one of the many little acts and facts that led to me uh, becoming a conservative not long after that. Not that the two are in any way the, the same in magnitude, but this was how um, the America I grew up in 
treated people who were fighting for democracy, who were risking their lives, their safety, their freedom for freedom. So imagine my shock this past week when I saw a woman named Julie Chung on Twitter write the following. Peaceful protests are growing in Cuba. By the way, is there a term that's taken more, has been devalued more in the last year than peaceful protest? Peaceful protest. This is Julie Chung, who, by the way, is a, uh, a, a government official, uh, an official of the Biden administration the White House Assistant Secretary of uh, Press Secretary. Peaceful protests are growing in Cuba as the Cuban people exercise their right to peaceful assembly to express concern about rising COVID cases and deaths and medicine shortages. We commend the numerous efforts of the uh, Cuban people mobilizing donations to help neighbors in need. Yeah, that's what it's about. It was about COVID vaccinations. Why? Maybe we should airdrop the masks. Sure. Yes, there is a, there is a nugget of truth to that. There's a nugget of truth to that tweet. Yes, the, the, the Cuban government's response to COVID has been as atrocious as one, one might expect. And by the way, one might not expect it because if there's one thing totalitarian governments can do, it's crack down on behavior that affects public health. It may be the one thing they can, if they really, really put their minds to it, do well. For example, there's a reason the AIDS epidemic never caught on in Cuba, because they followed exactly the same public health practices with AIDS that they did with every other venereal disease. It's not a good thing. It's not uplifting of freedom. It's not the way I want to live, whatever, uh, whatever I do. But... It's the one thing they should, in theory, be able to do well, and they're botching it all over the place. They're botching it worse than Andrew Cuomo. This is Julie Chung writing something. Peaceful protests are growing uh, against the rising COVID cases. No. These people are waving the American flag as they risk being gunned down by the riot police, beaten, hauled off to jail. People don't risk life and safety. And a violent demise over COVID case counts. This tweet from Julie Chung, I, I looked at it and I thought, what is this? Is this from the North Korean press office? Is this a, is this a throwback? Is this the Babylon Bee? The, the Biden administration sounds, their assistant press secretary sounds, I, I can't hardly say it, sounds like a North Korea propaganda bot. More on Cuba when we come back because it, it, it gets even worse here in the Twin Cities. 651-289-4488. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. You've been lied to. 
lied to by corrupt Washington politicians and the Wall Street propaganda machine. Hi, I'm Inc. Magazine bestselling author Brett Kitchen, and I want to give you a free copy of my brand new book, Wealth Beyond Wall Street, because we all know another market crash could be right around the corner. After losing 35% in my IRA in the crash years ago, I said enough, and since then I discovered a way to grow money potentially double digits, reduce taxes dramatically, and also have my money protected when the next stock market crash hits. When the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. Call Wealth Beyond Wall Street now to get your free copy and talk with a specialist to discover this little-known strategy to get potential double-digit growth during good years and never lose when the next stock market crash hits, all while building a tax-advantaged retirement. Call 800-940-4242 to discover this asset that people like Walt Disney and JCPenney use to grow wealthy. Plus, get one of just 97 free books left. We even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. Call 800-940-4242. That's 1-800-940-4242. 612, the bird. It's always good to say, I got a guy, especially when you have an electrical problem or have a home project. Early Bird is the troubleshooting expert, and they love old homes. For home rewires, remodeling projects, and emergency service, you can trust Early Bird because of their unmatched service guarantees. And yes, Early Bird offers same day service and 24 7 emergency service. 612, the bird. Mention AM 1280 The Patriot, and your trip charge is free with the repair purchase. 612, the bird. Or visit 612 The Bird. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country and your old car can really help them so call the veterans car donation program right now for free pickup of your vehicle help the vets and help your taxes at the same time call right now 800-884-9018 With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. 651-289-4488. The number to call to join me on this radio station, which is, by the way, AM 1280, The Patriot. FM 107.5 in the West Metro. By all means, join us. Hey, don't forget the uh, Dinesh D'Souza podcast is available on demand at am12athepatriot.com. Dinesh D'Souza is a giant among men when it comes to political history and relating the political world around us historically and in terms of current events. So check it out every day. That's what other radio stations say, but we will take your call, 651-289-448. Check out Dinesh D'Souza five days a week at AM 1280, The Patriot. Continuing to talk about Cuba. Now, I, okay, I, I was talking about Julie Chung, the uh, Assistant White House Press Secretary for the Biden administration, and her deeply myopic and tone-deaf tweet uh, saying peaceful protests. I mean, it's it, it seems like North Korean propaganda. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe. 
he says, knowing he's not. Uh, peaceful protests are growing in Cuba as the Cuban people exercise their right concern uh, to protest about rising COVID cases and deaths and medicine shortages. And, yeah, that was probably one of many uh, such uh, concerns that they were they were voicing, including that of the, the collapse of the Cuban economy, which has been collapsing nonstop for 60 years and has taken what was once one of the wealthier countries of the Caribbean rim and uh, turned it into a third world country. With modern firearms, of course, modern uh, modern Russian uh, weapons, not not so much as thirty years ago, but still they, they bat way above their weight militarily these days. Even that's falling apart. Hence, they're protesting. But I thought, okay, this is some tone deaf rhetoric from Julie Chung, the assistant White House press secretary. Maybe it's just a one-off thing. And, and I, of course, I commend your attention back to Ronald Reagan this time 35 years ago, or 40 years ago. Gosh, 40 years. That, that snuck up on me. 40 years ago this coming winter, who, when the Polish uh, military launched a coup against the communist government and launched a crackdown on solidarity uh, labor union protesters, uh, Ronald Reagan gave rhetorical support, giving one of the most incredible speeches of my adult life. I was an adult at that point. Uh, a, uh, a a speech to the American people during his traditional Christmas broadcast in 1981, which is traditionally a, a nice gauzy little speech. It's, it's a nice little homily fit for a Norman Rockwell painting. But this time it grew teeth. He told the American people to support the people of Poland. And he, by the way, put some teeth behind that support, cutting off supplies of uh, that the Polish government needed uh, to to everything but food and medicine basically was cut off, which directly affected the ability of the communist Polish government uh, or the military dictatorship that took over to, well, take care of business. I mean, like all communist governments, it required outside support and trade with people who would trade with them to not completely collapse. I thought, and, and by the way, this is the first of much support that Ronald Reagan and the West, frankly, Margaret Thatcher, uh, Pope John Paul II, uh, funneled to Poland both uh, in terms of material support to, uh, I mean, material uh, withdrawal, material support from the communist government, <coughs> but also the provision of money. And other support uh, to the Polish trade union movement, which, by the way, was supplied secretly uh, below the radar by the most unlikely ally a conservative ever had, uh, Lane Kirkland of the AFL-CIO, who worked with Ronald Reagan, the Pope, and Margaret Thatcher on funneling U.S. aid to to the resistance, if you will. This is what America did when I was in high school. They put their money where its mouth was, where it came to freedom. And, and helping people achieve their own freedom. So I thought maybe Juliet Chung's, excuse me, Julie Chung's tweet was a one-off, a mistake. I, alas, I was sadly disappointed. Not long after that, on uh, the 14th, on Thursday, a... Uh, the D- D- Department of Hu- uh, Health and Human Services, I'm sorry, Department of Homeland Security Secretary, Ali Mayorkas, gave an address in which he said, um, he didn't say, he threatened fleeing Cuban refugees. Quote, allow me to be clear. If you take to the sea, you will not come to the United States. Again, I repeat, 
Do not risk your life attempting to enter the United States illegally. You will not come to the United States. This is the uh, the, the, uh, Homeland Security Secretary, Ali Mayorkas, speaking for the Biden administration. Cubans who attempt to flee Cuba will not be allowed into the United States. Now, there is some controversy to this, obviously. In 1980, uh, Fidel Castro staged a boat lift, basically sent everyone he wanted to get out of his country, including uh, criminals and the accused and and dissidents, paddling across the Florida Straits 90 miles to try and get to the United States. And got rid of a lot of his problems at the time. I mean, dissidents, prisoners, convicts of all kinds, uh, people who, who were inconvenient to him. They got sent on boats and rafts and godforsaken flotsam that you wouldn't send a dog out onto Lake Calhoun on, whatever you want to call the lake, and sent them paddling for Florida. And and many of them made it. Most of them made it, thanks to the efforts of Cuban boaters who'd, uh, who'd come to America, American citizens of Cuban descent who took their boats out to rescue people, uh, who, by the way, spent years doing that with their boats and their private aircraft, and the U.S. Coast Guard and the U.S. Navy, who rescued thousands of these people. Many more died. Not a majority, but a significant number of people died trying to make the crossing. It served the Cuban state's interest. There's no reason to indicate it wouldn't serve the Cuban state's interest today to send the, the people that were inconvenient to it paddling across the Florida Straits, which, by the way, is a perilous, hazardous crossing uh, under normal circumstances, uh, prone to vicissitudes of weather and current, uh, not to mention being the ocean. So, uh, on the other hand, Secretary Mayorkas's response, again, like Julie Chung's response, seems particularly tone deaf. All of you Cubans, don't bother fleeing the hellscape that you has been inflicted upon you by your government. This, again, contrasts mightily with the America, the American government response when I was in high school, during the Reagan years. Ronald Reagan pushed, welcomed the the Cubans who survived the boat lift, the Marielle boat lift, it was called, people who were basically thrown onto boats and rafts and inner tubes in Mariel, Cuba, and sent paddling across the straits. Did his best to get the Cuban government to stop it eventually. If it did, it's a long, a long political story. But in a sense, essentially, the, uh, we, we accepted them as refugees. And by the way, they became largely uh, model Americans over the years. At the same time, we were taking refugees in from Poland. We were taking every every refugee that could get across the border successfully from Poland, from then Czechoslovakia, from Hungary, from any place on the eastern side of the Iron Curtain that could get across safely. We were taking all the defectors we could get. This is something the Biden administration is not doing. And this is something where where America has gone way downhill since I was in high school all these years ago. It may be just a little bit ashamed uh, to to be a citizen, or at least to to have these people as my presence, uh, as, as as my administration and my president, because Joe Biden said some of the right things, 
in his response to the crackdown in Cuba. But it's his administration where the rubber meets the road, and it's not meeting it very well. By the way, note to all Cuban people, uh, it's kind of a rookie flub. As, as uh, <laughs> long as Biden and Harris are in office, uh, you really need to come to America via the southern border. Just cross in Texas, Arizona, New Mexico, California. You'll get across just fine. It's a lot safer than trying to paddle across uh, the, the the Florida Straits. Problem solved. By the way, uh, for those of you who have been palpitating over uh, Donald Trump no longer being in office, I will say this. I'll meet you halfway on this. Myarchus didn't make this deeply tone-deaf announcement via a mean tweet. So I guess that makes it all right, doesn't it? Nobody's feelings were hurt on Twitter. Problem solved, right? Yeah, maybe. But I'm not sure why I feel so ashamed to be an American looking at the way these people are acting right now. A lot of people feeling ashamed uh, of things going on in this country uh, right now. The uh, General George Milley uh, this past week, uh, a Washington Post article came out documenting his responses to the events around January 6th. And essentially what you have is one of the most powerful uh, people of the American military saying his greatest fear, in his many words, his greatest fear, is conservatives and Republicans out in the street. More than ISIS, more than Russia, more than Chinese expansionism, General Milley's greatest fear is you and me. We'll talk about that in the next half hour here or so. But one more thing about Cuba that I want to talk about here when we come back. And and it's local, and I want to make sure we touch on that. 651-289-4488, the number to call, by the way. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. And we will be right back. I <laughs> just jumped together. Here we go. Uh, by the way, 651-289-4488 and hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show. Take a week off and I need to be completely retrained. We'll be right back. Hey, what you got cooking there? Oh, look at this. I got us some back bacon. Mm, that doesn't look like our rusty old, uh, or trusty old charcoal grill, though. Well, that's because it isn't. It's one of these fancy new pellet grills from Louisiana Grills. Well, that explains the smoky goodness I smell, but aren't those things hard to use? And don't you have to, like, sit by it and babysit it to control the temperature all day? Oh, not at all. It's just set it and forget it. This Louisiana grill even has Wi-Fi. Imagine that. It controls the temperature right from your smartphone. Uh, Will it work with my flip phone? I don't think so. Where'd you get it? Oh, at the same place we got our new spa, Premier Pool and Spa. They have a full line of Louisiana grills in stock, and the best thing is, they're made in America, too. Visit Premier Pool in Chanhassen today. Louisiana grills, you deserve it. PremierPools.com. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take grilling seriously. PremierPools.com. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? 
Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. 20% of the population has some degree of hearing loss. Encourage business owners and staff to keep the captions on their TVs turned on and accessible to all patrons. Captions also help children with reading and adults learning English as a second language. Not sure how to turn them on? Find the button with the two C's on the remote or go to the menu button. Paid for by the Minnesota Commission of the Deaf, Deafblind, and Hard of Hearing, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Impact Mortgage Corp. TV, Cash Call Mortgage, NMLS ID 12828321, Equal Housing Lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no closing cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join me on AM1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 18 years strong, dominating Twin Cities, all Twin Cities media. We are giving you an opportunity to meet your favorite talk show hosts face-to-face for one-of-a-kind experience. He is not one of our hosts, but we get you in touch with all of your favorite Salem hosts. Uh, We're introducing the Terrific Talkers VIP Experience. We'll fly you and a guest out and cover a three-night stay where you get to meet your favorite radio hosts. You also get to sit in on an hour of the program. And get a $250 Visa gift card to kind of keep things going while you're visiting. So you can choose from any of your favorite Salem hosts. Dinesh D'Souza, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, uh, Hugh Hewitt, Charlie Kirk, Eric Metaxas, Dennis Prager. I noticed Brad, Jack, and I are not included on this. We'll have to see to this. Anyway, if you want to meet with all the rest of them, go to am12athepatriot.com slash talker. It's uh, supported by the Morris Law Group. It's Morris Law Group. Go to am12athepatriot.com slash talker. You'll get your chance to meet Brad, Jack, King, and I coming up in the not-too-distant future as this broadcast is approaching its 18th anniversary. It's about high time we did our 10th anniversary party. Stay tuned more on that as we uh, as we move through this year here. I've been saying that for eight years. This time I mean it. I've been saying that for seven and a half years. This time I mean it. <laughs> 651 Two eight nine four four eight eight. You can also join us on uh, Facebook on the Northern Alliance Race uh, Nate's, uh, Net Radio Network Facebook page, where I am live streaming the broadcast as I do every week. For those of you who want to see how the magic is made here in the studio, here we are. Hiya, I'm waving at you out there. Uh, we're talking about uh, right now about the uh, 
the crackdown in Cuba, the Cuban government cracking down against dissidents, who, by the way, are rioting about a lot of things, excuse me, peacefully demonstrating about a lot of things, not just COVID vaccines and availability of medicines and, and the rising COVID case counts. That That's the run-of-the-mill stuff. They are protesting their lack of freedom, which is not something you expect leftists to exalt, and, and they do not disappoint, or put another way, they do disappoint. Now, uh, since we're talking about, in the context of my high school reunion, I have to say, and events that happened 40 years ago, and contrasting the way uh, the American government of 1980 reacted to people rebelling against communist dictatorships 40 years ago, as opposed to, uh, as opposed to today, well, let's do a little comparison. I, I was not living here in 1980, so I'm not sure how Minneapolis's loony left reacted to the uh, solidarity protests in Poland in 1980, 1981. This is, again, where we talked about before, where the Polish Solidarity Trade Union led a solid year of demonstrations and protests against Poland's communist government. And the demonstrations, which, again, Ronald Reagan supported morally, symbolically, and eventually materially, were the beginning of the end of the communist bloc. We talked about in the previous segment. And of the Soviet Union with it. And of much of world communism. Till Bernie Sanders. Uh, I I have vague memories. I mean, I, I came to the Twin Cities in 1985, and I have some vague memories sensing that an awful lot of Twin Cities leftists had kind of bet on the wrong side in the Cold War, had been kind of hoping that Team Red was going to win, Red in this case being communist, not Republican. They were betting on the wrong side. I mean, Two decades later, some of them still said so in my comment section on my blog. Now, it's been 40 years, and Cuba, a similarly benighted country, perhaps in worse shape than Poland was 40 years ago, protests for similar reasons, and <clears throat> Democratic government is lending the Cuban demonstrators a bit of rhetorical support, granted from a senile president, and just a little bit of rhetorical support, along with uh, Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas basically telling, yeah, stay put, you're not coming here. And by the way, keep it all about the COVID here, folks. Anyway, along with an executive branch that, as we noted yesterday, is laying down the law hard on anyone who wants to flee. So what about here in Minnesota? Well, uh, they are showing, just as they did when I first moved here in the mid-'80s, they're showing themselves to be a pretty much morally depraved and intellectually bovine crowd as ever. This uh, came out this past week in the, I believe, the Star Tribune, facing an economic crisis, food and medicine shortages and rising prices. Actually, this is Fox 9, sorry. The Cuban people are demanding that the communist regime give up power. <clears throat> and this was an interview on the street with a Twin Cities leftist protester. I, I saw, I mean, on the news, people protesting in support of the Cuban demonstrators. I thought, could it be? I know we don't have much of a Cuban community here. This is not Miami, after all. But could it be that that there are people actually protesting in favor of Cuban freedom? (laughs) No. These these people were protesting on, I believe it was Washington and Marquette, uh, Thursday night, Thursday after work. uh, Quote, We have to see the larger context of the pandemic, COVID-19. The economy has also collapsed. Cuba depends on tourism, said the protester, fellow named Nimtz. The Minnesota Cuban Committee is also calling for an end to the U.S. trade embargo. Quote, what are we doing uh, here is demand, demand, demand that the Biden administration end the embargo 
lift the embargo and do as he promised, said the leader of the protests. In other words, open the pipeline of aid to keep propping up the communist regime. To keep the descendants of of, of Fidel and Raul Castro in power, which is all they seek. I mean, power is the only thing between them and and, and the fate that uh, awaited uh, Ceausescu in Romania. Look it up, kids. Uh, ask your parents. These this the moral depravity. No, not even depravity. Bovinity. The cow like cattle like herd follower nature of Minnesota leftists boggled my mind when I first encountered them in 1985, 1986. People like the leftist groups of, of the day who who bent over backwards and went through these, these Olympic-level logical and moral gymnastics to justify and rationalize things that communists did to their own people because it was probably worse. Whatever America was doing was probably worse. And, yeah, sure, it's... The biggest crime America has committed, according to Twin Cities leftists, as amplified on Twin Cities mainstream media, is not sending support to prop up the government in Cuba, one of the most brutal dictatorships in the history of the Western Hemisphere. Worse than Donald Trump? Yes! So, I will say, on the one hand, the, the Twin Cities left never disappoints. And in another sense, as an observer of of, of moral logic and, and, and the moral state of our society, the Twin Cities left deeply, intensely, and constantly disappoints. In fact, they are, they are what, in fact, uh, <laughs> the Minnesota progressives, reliably useful idiots, as, as Lenin used to refer to them, uh, for the world's left for over 60 years now. 651-289-4488. Uh, let's take a quick break here as we head into the last segment. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, 651-289-4488. Join us, if you please. One more segment to go, which means the fun technically hasn't even begun yet. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Political correctness has become a weapon of censorship and intimidation, and we are perilously close to being permanently silenced. This is Michael Knowles from The Daily Wire. In my new book, Speechless, I reveal how the left's Marxist tactics have transformed our language and how we can win back the right to speak the truth. Senator Ted Cruz is calling it the most important book on free speech in decades. It's the new book, Speechless, Controlling Words, Controlling Minds by Michael Knowles. Order now from Amazon or wherever books are sold. Are you looking for a place to get away from it all? 
Do you want to start a prayer retreat or perhaps own a bed and breakfast? Then check out this amazing Southern Minnesota Survival Nest property. Two homes with five outbuildings nestled on nine acres. The two-and-a-half-story antique Georgian Revival brick home has been completely renovated. It features beautiful woodwork throughout the home, an open staircase, and an outside second-story balcony with a spectacular view. Each bedroom has a private bathroom and walk-in shower. The home is well-equipped with geothermal heat and a water treatment system. The second home is a two-story farmhouse with four bedrooms and plenty of room, perfect for an on-site caretaker. If you can dream it, this property can make it happen. See it online at HansonAgency.com. Click on Featured Properties and take a look at the five-bed, five-bath plus bonus house listing. That's Hanson with an O, HansonAgency.com, and click on Featured Properties. It's the listing with a picture of two homes. Don't wait any longer. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. You've been lied to. Lied to by corrupt Washington politicians and the Wall Street propaganda machine. Hi, I'm Inc. Magazine best-selling author Brett Kitchen, and I want to give you a free copy of my brand new book, Wealth Beyond Wall Street, because we all know another market crash could be right around the corner. After losing 35% in my IRA in the crash years ago, I said enough, and since then I discovered a way to grow money potentially double digits, reduce taxes dramatically, and also have my money protected when the next stock market crash hits. When the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. Call Wealth Beyond Wall Street now to get your free copy and talk with a specialist to discover this little-known strategy to get potential double-digit growth during good years and never lose when the next stock market crash hits, all while building a tax-advantaged retirement. Call 800-940-4242 to discover this asset that people like Walt Disney and JCPenney use to grow wealthy. Plus, get one of just 97 free books left. We even cover shipping and handling, no credit card required. Call 800-940-4242. That's 1-800-940-4242. 1-800-940-4242. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget Jack Tomzak coming up after the top of the hour here. It's solid two hours of red meat conservative talk radio follows on, continuing the legacy of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. So I was going to talk about John Thompson for at least a bit today, but I, I need to devote a, a, a whole hour to him, at least a half hour to him. I'll have to do that next week, I'm afraid. Because it's an important story, but on the other hand, I, the biggest question I've he- I had from people is, "What do you think? Do you think he was elected fairly?" To which I respond, "House District 67 is so far Democrat that if the Democratic Party were to, I don't know, endorse a wind-up set, a set of chandering teeth or a, I don't know, a, a lawnmower, a power drill, a Martin Borman from the dead, I mean, they would elect him with a 60-70% majority. I mean, that, that's what House District 67 in St. Paul is like. Cheating there would be like, I don't know, the Minnesota Vikings cheating in a game against a high school team. It'd be pointless. Why, you, they, they can win just fine the fair way. Not to say it couldn't have happened, not to say some cheating didn't happen, but of all the places you have to watch for it, it's not what you call a swing district, put it that way. Also, people are saying, well, hey, look at the Twin Cities media is covering John Thompson. I, I will be honest, I predicted that uh, the story would be buried and dead by, I don't know, yesterday at 5 o'clock, you know, the end of the weekly news cycle. The, the Twin Cities media basically being a bunch of hyperactive toddlers uh, would move on and and and. and amuse themselves elsewhere. Next week, they very well may. But you're seeing a little bit of actual reporting of facts 
about Representative John Thompson, the Minnesota State DFL representative who uh, called for the burning down of Hugo and has conflicted a bunch of other uh, indignities on the world in, in recent months. And most recently, having been pulled over for blacking a uh, front license plate, blaming the St. Paul cop of racism, of profiling him. And then it turns out, if you follow the story, it gets pretty complicated here. He apparently had a lapsed Minnesota driver's license, but a valid Wisconsin one. And apparently you can't really tell which state he lives in and where his legal residence is. Is that going to get him ejected from office? No. What's going to get him ejected from office is the fact that the DFL party is finding him inconvenient. They will find someone else to run in that district. He will. That person will win the primary. That person will be perhaps less abrasive than John Thompson, but won't be any better politically. I mean, to, to all intents and purposes, there is no Republican Party on the east side of St. Paul. And I say this to all of you Republicans out there doing the Lord's work, hang in there, uh, hoping for a turnaround. But for all intents and purposes right now, the party doesn't exist in St. Paul. Uh, and Minneapolis, again, holding on by the skin of its teeth. There are Republicans there. Don't get me wrong. They put, they do the Lord's work. They, they, they work as hard as they can at it. But it's just the, the, the odds are not good here, folks. So we'll talk about that a little more next week because, honestly, I think the situation with John Thompson is the DFL wants him gone. Ken Martin issued a rare rebuke. Uh, and while that's not going to be uh, accompanied by anything else in terms of anything official there will be no removal from office there will be no impeachment there will be no censure from the minnesota house of representatives who by the way support everything he has to say so far maybe not his actions outside of the legislature but all this burning down hugo what are they going to do go against one of their key constituencies the progressive far left what are you nuts no uh, th- there will be most likely a primary challenge. This is my prediction. I'll bet a shiny new quarter there'll be a primary challenger secretly blessed and endorsed by the DFL leadership, and that person will uh, run against Thompson and win because that's what will be arranged for that district. And, of course, that candidate will go on to become a, a representative. It, it could be fairly said that Thompson is becoming a liability to the DFL, and I think that's what's going to be the problem, not the idea that the media suddenly uh, took on a, a huge raging urge to report the news when it comes to DFL politics. Let's go to Shoreview. Bob, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're are on the air. Uh, yeah, this relates to what you were talking about previously. I don't think uh, most people know how evil Marxism and communist Russia has been in the past. I've read accounts of secret police that escaped from Russia, Sergei, Sergei Kordikov, uh, he and he exposed all the evil that they would do in persecuting Christians, murdering them, murdering old women, bashing their heads with extendable batons, oh, yeah. mistreating the teenage girls. I mean, these people are materialistic in their outview on the uh, outlook on the world. They believe man is mere matter in motion and no spirit no afterlife they believe that it's a, a human being is an advanced animal and they can treat them however they want yeah. so i wish people would read stuff by richard warmbrand tortured for christ and others like that to have their eyes open as to how evil marxism socialism really is oh yeah and of course if you're in the mood for some heavy duty uh reading 
not exactly treating the Gulag Archipelago by Alexander Solzhenitsyn exhaustively documents the, the logistics, the, the practices, the evil that was the Soviet system. Uh, they lived and existed to dehumanize, like all totalitarian dictators, they lived to dehumanize uh, their, their enemies. And, of course, anyone who's not human, it's safe to treat them any old way you want. Uh, by the way, this update just in 12 minutes ago, a piece uh, that came out on Bring Me the News by Adam Uren. Uh, Waltz and the DFL have called on Representative Thompson to resign amid domestic violence reports. Ah, there is a line beyond which the DFL won't go. Go figure. This out 12 minutes ago, Governor Waltz, Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, and the Minnesota DFL, DFL party have called on State Representative Thompson to immediately resign after numerous past allegations of domestic violence came to light. I will hasten to add, these. I've seen these charges the allegations. He was not convicted of any of them. In this society, we are supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. Nonetheless, the incidents involved Thompson, who was elected to serve District 67A in St. Paul this past November, were first reported by the Nine this past weekend. Uh, this resulted from scrutiny of Thompson's past after he accused St. Paul Police Department officers of profiling him during a traffic stop, which in turn revealed he'd been suspended from driving in Minnesota due to unpaid child support and it presented a Wisconsin driving license. You know, I think I'm going to call that a win for me. Not because Thompson's gone. Frankly, having him out there on the stumps in the fall of 2022 would be political meat on the hoof for Republicans statewide. And that's exactly why I think you're seeing uh, Waltz, the Flan uh, Gov uh, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan, who in some cases, in some respects, is the real governor of Minnesota, I mean, she's the leader of the progressive movement to which Governor Waltz owes his entire fealty. And and by the way, the House leadership, Ryan Winkler, Ryan Winkler and Melissa Hortman calling for the re resignation of of John Thompson. He's become a liability. That's the only reason the media cared. It's the only reason the DFL are taking any action about this. He is a liability. Well. We'll see if he resigns. And, and by the way, being uh, someone who depends for his entire position politically on the DFL and the progressive wing of same, seeing that has turned on him, I don't think he's going to be able to survive politically. It seems seems like a done deal. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, by the way, Brad Carlson writes to you know, he'll be talking about John Thompson for a couple seconds now, uh, tomorrow. Uh, segments, segments tomorrow on the on uh, Brad Carlson's closer edition of the Northern Alliance. Uh, so yeah, hot off the headlines for you right there, Brad. Enjoy. <laughs> Speaking of dehumanizing. I brought up General Milley's statement about how the greatest threat facing this country is Republicans and conservatives by way of a thread that uh, Anderson Cooper, I don't have nearly enough time to talk about this. This may carry over to next week, but uh, a fellow named Daryl Cooper, who's the creative of, barter, uh, of, a, of a podcast the, called the Martyr Made Podcast, uh, wrote this uh, a Twitter thread this past week that is uh, a fantastic uh Example of, of what it is the left is trying to dehumanize in this country. As I've said before, if January 6th hadn't happened, the left would have to make it up. In fact, in some ways they did. It was not a credible threat to American democracy. It was a profanity. It was an obscenity against that system. It was a crime. Prosecutions should be and will happen. It was not a coup uh, in any serious sense of the term. It was not a putsch. Why would they pick that term? Uh, this Twitter feed started, and I, and I wrote reported on this last week on my blog, shotinthedark.info. 
it's a I'll try and get through some of it here. I, I think I've had this is uh, this is Mr. Cooper writing. I, I think I've had a uh, discussions with enough boomer tier Trump supporters who believe the 2020 election was fraudulent to extract a general theory about that perspective. Most believe some or all of the theories involving uh, midnight ballots, voting machines and so forth. What you find when you talk to them is that, well, they'll defend those positions with info they got from Hannity or Breitbart or wherever. They're not particularly attached to them. Here are the facts, actual confirmed facts that shape their perspective. Number one, the FBI spied on the 2016 Trump campaign using evidence manufactured by the Clinton campaign. These are Tea Party people. These are types who gave their kids a, a, a pocket constitution for their birthday and have founding fathers memes in their bios. The Intelligence Committee spying on a presidential campaign using fake evidence, including forged documents, is a big deal to them. Everyone involved lied about their involvement as as, as long as they could. Uh, this is true of everyone, from the CIA to Director Brennan and Adam Schiff, who were on TV saying they'd seen clear evidence of collusion with Russia, while admitting under oath behind closed doors that they hadn't all the way down the line. At the end, we learned it was all fake. At first, many Trump people were worried there must be some collusion because every media and intel agency wouldn't make it up, would they? When it was clear they had, people expected a reckoning and shed many illusions about their government when there was none. We know, as fact, the Steele dossier was the sole evidence used to justify spying on the campaign. B, the FBI knew the Steele dossier was a DNC black operation. C, Steele's source told the FBI the source was not serious. Worse, collusion was used to scare people away from working in the administration. This is where people whose political identity was largely defined by a naive belief in what they learned in civics class began to see the outline of regime that had crossed all institutional boundaries. I will report those post this again tomorrow at shotinthedark.info. It's a very important definition of, of what it is Big Left is trying to dehumanize, to try and brand as Nazis. And what do you do with Nazis? You punch them, you smash them, you drive them out of polite society. It's what they're trying to do to you and me. Not going out easy here, folks. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Want to enroll your child in Christian school this fall for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com is joined with area private schools to offer half-off tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Is it time to push reset and get away with God? Christian travel creates purposeful pauses to discover the most scenic, sought-after destinations while you immerse yourself in the wonder of God's creation. As you travel alongside the world's top Christian leaders, every step of the way will revive your faith and awaken your sense of wonder. Imagine morning devotions on the deck of a cruise ship as you pass towering Alaska glaciers or tropical Caribbean islands. Perhaps you're longing to set foot in the very places where Jesus walked and taught in Israel. Every day on a Christian cruise or tour brings you to new vistas while you enjoy uplifting music and powerful messages. Get away with God in a faith-focused journey, and the unforgettable memories you create will refresh you long after you return home. For more information, visit InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. That's InspirationCruises.com or call 800-247-1899. 
What does it mean to be a Christian woman in today's culture? How does your faith in Jesus Christ relate to the world around you? Sometimes to have faith can seem like an overwhelming task in today's busy and sometimes challenging landscape. That's why you need to visit iBelieve.com. iBelieve.com is a site designed for Christian women. iBelieve.com has blogs, videos, and even daily devotionals. Whether you're looking for advice, ideas for your church group, or just an uplifting message, visit iBelieve.com. That's iBelieve.com. You know, I'm not a fan of those terms like unprecedented times and the new normal. Yes, it's been a crazy year. And with all the uncertainty we've had, with all the ups and downs of the divisions we've seen, there's one thing that we do need to hold dear, and that's our family. Hi, it's Lee Michaels here for United Faith Mortgage. And when you deal with United Faith Mortgage, that's what it's about, faith and family. It's why they chose to partner with us. It's why they specifically advertise on radio stations like this across the country. And United Faith Mortgage is a small family team. They give you personal one-on-one limo service type care. And they have their direct lender advantage, which means there's no middleman. And the advantage often allows to get a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. Right now, they'll pay your appraisal fees. That's up to $500. That's out of pocket money that you normally would have to pay up front. So take care of your family when it comes to your mortgage by working with a company that will treat you like family. It's United Faith Mortgage, online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. Ryan Vrecka, NMLS number 65233. Celebrating.